Sedano and LZ with you here, 710 ESPN. We've been guest-free today. How do you we feel have. we've done being guest-free today, LZ? Haven't even noticed because you know what? The listeners who call in, that's our guests. That is true. That is our guests. It's By also, the way. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that um, I hate Greg. <laughs> Nothing new. I mean, you know, stand in line, but go right ahead. Why do you hate him? So he texts the Jets with the little eyeballs and everything. I did see that, yes. And so I'm like, going, oh, this might be exciting. And I look, it's 13 to 7. Man, don't be texting me about no damn 13 to 7 game with like, what is this, three minutes left before the second half? Come on, man. Yeah, look, Greg, I, I felt like. This is garbage. Yeah, to, you know what, to LZ's point, Greg, you only do the look eye emoji stuff when something is really in the balance. Oh, so there's there's rules to the eye emoji. You can only course, be within yes, the last five course. minutes of the game. Okay. All I know is that they're up thirteen seven. Joe Flacco has been throwing is playing phenomenally somehow. He's got thirteen damn points, man. I mean, phenomenally is is a bit he's, of a stretch. We watched a 15, football game on Friday. One hundred twenty four rating. Like who were we watching good. on Friday, George? It was Miami and NC State. Yeah, that, they that, scored thirteen they points scored, in five oh, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, scored. you're looking for that. Yeah, they, they scored like 90-plus points, almost 100 points between the two. You texted me, no, the Jets with eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Laura, what do you say about the eyeball emoji? Uh, the eye, When is the eyeball emojis, uh, the two eyes kind of looking at you like, look, when you type look, that's what comes up. W- what do you make of the way you have to use that emoji? What are the circumstances need to be? Uh, not what he used it for, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it's more of like, hmm, you know, like kind of a, what is like a smirk, but kind of eyeing you down. So right. it's not necessarily for what Greg used it. Oh, see, because I think of it this way. I think of it like, uh-oh, you better look at this. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Mine Have me reaching for my... T- he had me reaching for my freaking TV remote control, almost pulled a muscle because I was like, oh, I don't want to miss this. Right. And I turned on the TV, 13 to damn seven, Greg. What, what else are you going to watch? I mean, is are there This Is Us reruns on that you want to watch? Like, what's the difference? What else is going on on a Monday at 6.20? I was watching the flicker of my candle. Yeah. <laughs> and that's more entertaining than this football game. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, were you trying to just say that it's just like when you, when someone throws shade that you yes. want to see that? Okay. Yes. Thank you yeah, so no, much I, for the help. Yeah. I think of it as like an urgent situation. Like, oh, you better see this. Look what's happening right now. I mean, we, but we all are in agreement. It's not for a thirteen to seven football game. <laughs> no, it's game not for a thirteen to seven Jets, Jets Patriots game. No, yeah. the Jets are winning. That is a shock. In no, itself. but if the Jets were winning thirty to seven after exactly. being exactly right, maybe. Exactly. Talk right, to him, Sedano. Talk to him. Fine. Yeah. Greg. Yeah. Fine. I just have to do this to you. Greg, take the L. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to bring that back. Yeah. We got to bring I'll that back. I'll take the L there. I'll take the L I there. mean, I'm listen. Shocked they're up. Your, your squad took an L this weekend. I mean, UCLA. <sighs> now, let me ask you this. If you were Martin Jarman, friend of the program, by the way, Martin Jarman, the athletic director, newly minted athletic director at UCLA. Yeah, I'm going to get in that ass on the basketball court. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever COVID's done, whenever uh, COVID's going done, to destroy you. Whenever Pfizer get that vaccine out there, baby, it's me and you on the basketball court. I can't wait till that happens when you guys play against each other. Like it's gonna, we gotta talk. Like that needs to be on the air. Um, although I don't know if they'll let us do it on the air. They may, they, they, he can do it without being on the air. But yeah, on the air, maybe tough. Either way, um, what what would you do with Chip Kelly? Do you just eat the money? Like you know that you said they're paying Jim Mora, right? Still. 
Yeah, they're paying Jim Mora. They're paying Steve Alford. Like I, Jim Mora, by the way, really? ESPN, ESPN employee Jim Mora. Yeah. Two checks? Yeah, yeah. Jim Mora had green hair this weekend, and I didn't understand what it was all about. I think he was saying something about Oregon with it, but it was very odd that he had green hair anyway. He did? Uh, yeah, he was. He had green hair when but I turned on I, the Leeds. On SportsCenter? No, when he was doing the game, when he was he was with Zubin Mahenti, uh, going on going into ESPN 2's coverage of UCLA and Oregon, or sorry, UCLA and Colorado. Oh, on Saturday, you're saying? Yeah, on Saturday, and he had green hair. I did not notice that. I'm yeah. looking now. Now, damn it, Greg, this is your second chance. Don't blow it now. It I'm actually happened. So whether or not you see it or not, but he did, and he's not okay. A, by the way, he is not. Yeah. What are we doing with Chip Kelly here? Like Man. you know, you know that school. You know their finances. You know everything about them. Like, what are you doing there? What can they do? Do you think there is an, a chance they fire him after this year? No, I think he's there for at least two more this year and next year at least. And the first thing they got to do though is fire the defensive coordinator. Jerry Azanaro should not be the defensive coordinator for year four. He shouldn't be there right now. He is the worst defensive coordinator possibly in the history of UCLA football. Wow, really, your your ship is sinking. And you're complaining about the China. Well, no, because you can't get rid of Chip Kelly, so you got to make a change somewhere else. You and their can't defense get is rid terrible. of Chip Kelly. You have to. No, make you don't a got decision. the money. They just you need don't to got ask the yourself: What kind of program are we trying to run here? What are we doing here? Not this type of program, and this type of program is wrong, and it's not the what's not what it should be happening at UCLA. You have the ability to get guys to make UCLA a prominent team in that, in college football, and you and and right, you Chip Kelly is the wrong guy. You definitely need to slow down with no, that. No, they prominent do. Prominent team in football, they can be. They I mean, Greg, the they right haven't coach, been a prominent be. team in football <laughs> since when? I know uh, Jim Mora had one 19, ten win season, nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety eight. As soon as you said nineteen. As soon yeah. as you said uh, 19, you should have just shut up. I mean, listen, that was <laughs> 22 years ago, okay? If you if you can get the players, you can get the players if you have the right coach, and Chip Kelly is not the right coach, but you can't get rid so of wait, him. That's the problem. Ni- 1995 was basketball. 1998 was football. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they were in the Final Four a couple times since. Yeah, 2006, basketball. 2005, yeah. I think, too. Yeah, yeah with Ben Howland. They, they'd mm-hmm. been there a couple times. So it wasn't not that, that long ago. It's I mean, it's still a long time, long. but it's not that, that long. What's going on, dog? It's been a rough. It's been some rough times there at UCLA. I, it's very difficult to watch them. I feel like I'm like a Charger fan right now, having to watch this team constantly fail. Is there any sport, perhaps lacrosse? That oh you no, guys no, they're going to be good in basketball this year. I think they're a yes. top twenty team right now. Sure are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They're a great defensive team, and their offense is starting to work. They got their best player back in Chris Smith. I'm very look. I'm looking forward to basketball season in like two weeks. So yeah. like lacrosse, right? Lacrosse. I think they're okay. They're good at baseball. They're good at gymnastics. Oh, they are good at baseball. Yeah. They're very good with gymnastics. A water polo. They're great at water polo. Ooh, um, boy. Let's see. Uh, soccer. They have some good soccer. Female soccer, mostly. Yeah. Uh, golf. They're good at golf. Not even women's. He says female. <laughs> no, women's. Women's golf. Women's women's uh, water he, polo. Have really you good. been to Pauley Pavilion before for a game? I have. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I like the setup there. Um some of the best run and pickup hoops you could find mm-hmm. over at UCLA. Uh, but after that, it's just all dicey. Yeah. I don't know, but man. The Chip, Killy situ- Chip Kelly, I call him Chip Killy because uh, he's killing the, uh, the program right now. Um, yeah, you know what Chip- the big problem is? Yeah. From the outside looking in? And it looks as if when it comes to basketball in particular, maybe football as well, 
their relationships with their alums is like non-existent. Oh man, oh there's no question. I, th- I mean that was the case in basketball for a long time too. So I'm with you. It, it, it isn't ideal, that's for sure. Uh, coming up next, speaking of relationships, the Dodgers and the Lakers have one, and I've got a resolution, LZ, for mm. the championship celebration. Are you ready? I am. I'll tell you in three minutes. Back here on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Oh, there she is. Uh, Rest in peace, Whitney. Whitney. Into the Hall of Fame this weekend. I know you don't love this song, LZ, of her catalog, but. It's not among the best. It's, it's like her version of Dancing and Silly by Lionel Richie. Oh, every now, every now and then, you know, Dang. the R&B greats has to, like, do something for the masses. So they get the vanilla out, and they smear it all over something, and they go, here you go, and then they eat it up. Mm. That's a... I mean, the best Lionel Richie song is All Night Long, right? No. No? No. Say You, Say no. Me? Are you saying Lionel Richie, like, in... Like Lionel Richie, solo the artist, solo, the yes. solo artist. Yeah, I like all night long, man. It's a good jam. Oh man, I think uh, um, "Easy Like Sunday Morning" was the Easy like Sunday featuring Lionel is, is, Richie. Is very popular, and it's com- has commercial appeal, obviously too. Um, say you. I gotta look at his catalog me. now. Hello, is it hello, me? Hello is pretty good. Looking for. Yeah, that one. That one got a lot of airplay. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. What, what that's, LZ, that's this fine. one? Free Whitney? That, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I, I, I really liked um like saving all my love for you. You give good love. Like when she first came out and she was wearing, you know, let's just say she wasn't doing the big eighties wigs and didn't right. have like the ridiculous eighties makeup that, you know, with the red everywhere that didn't look good with her skin tone. Like yeah. when she first came out. I thought her music was really good. Mm-hmm. And then after she had like the huge big albums, you know, that everyone right. was buying, she right. had like that album with, you know, it's not right, but it's okay. Right. And the Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. You know, that's when she got back to like that groove thing when it's like, oh, all right, that's Whitney. Yeah. That's nippy. That's what I missed. Yeah. Um, she's got a lot of great songs though, man. When you think about like her catalog, you know, I, Man, the greatest love of all. It's a good song. Great song. Right? Yeah. Great song. Great performance. The song I think originally uh performed by George Benson. Right. Years prior, but the lyrics and her performance of it's just outstanding. Didn't we almost have it all? Right? It's a good song. Didn't we? Didn't I was singing that after yeah. I was singing that after the morning show broke up the first time. <laughs> That's funny. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Who else is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, hold on. I will tell you right now. I had the uh, – oh, there it is. 
So inducted this time around, Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex. Oh, T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, let me see, plus Ahmet Ertgun. Who? Uh, uh, Oh, no. That's the award. Ahmet Ertgun Award winners. John Landau and Erzing Azoff uh, Hmm. as kind of like, uh, you know, in the industry. Okay. Yeah. Well, Laura, can we get some Doobie Brothers next time? Yeah. Do we have Doobie Brothers still? That's the only thing we're missing, right? And T-Rex. Yeah. T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, LZ. So, we've been talking a lot about parades, right? Uh, mm-hmm. LeBron was saying, hey, we need a parade. Dodgers and us do it together. We can't do it. I know. COVID. Oh, man. It stinks, right? So, I want to shout out the Cam Brothers because they did this on their late night happy hour on their social channels. And they talked about, you know, and Laura was at one of these, I believe, at Dodger Stadium, if I recall correctly. How about a dual drive-in parade just at Dodger Stadium? And everybody's just honking. Like, we saw, you know, um, President-elect Biden do a lot of those rallies like that, too. No, I think those are awesome. I really do. Um, They're uh, about as good as we can get, given the situation, because even though we got great news about Pfizer and the vaccine, right. there still isn't anything we're going to get for months. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't want it to wait too much because pretty soon you'll just be like baseball announcing your MVP three years after the season's over. So you don't want to do that. You want to kind of at least still tap into the emotion. So I wouldn't mind at all having a hunk fest, whether it's at Dodger Stadium, whether it's at SC or SoFi, just somewhere where there's huge space, easy access, where you can build a stage, have some screens so people can watch, and we can stay in our cars safe and, you know, celebrate these teams' achievements. Yeah, I, I'm with it. Laura, you were at one of those Dodger games. You've had a couple of them, actually, if I recall correctly. Like, how much fun was that? You know what? It was a lot of fun. I was very skeptical in the beginning. I mean, we kind of made fun of, like, I am paying for that, you know? But honestly, it was a blast. Like, if you have a truck, I highly recommend it. Because you just sit on the back. You in have, the bed. Yeah, right. in the, yeah, in the bed. You have your food. You have your water. And you just have a great time with people around you. So I, I'm all for it. I would be so down. Yeah. Yeah. Greg? I mean, yeah, I, I really like I like the idea. I mean, if you just you have them do a parade around Dodger Stadium parking like that lot or something, go to a stage. And then you get everybody on the stage. Yeah, I, th- I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, clearly we need COVID tests, though, right, Elsie? <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly. Can I we? have breaking news. I have breaking news, guys. Oh, breaking okay. news. Breaking. Dun, dun, dun. The Jets have scored 20 points now, Greg. Oh, 20 points for is. the Jets. Look emojis. And by the way, the Patriots have 10. Does that oh, count? My gosh. Is that a look emoji m- moment? No, it's absolutely not. No, I'm no. making fun of you. God, yeah. pick up on the bit. I mean, <laughs> I was wondering if that was the time. I was trying to play along with the bit. I was thinking if I should be doing that. Greg, I was about to give you props right before Elsie said breaking news. <laughs> but now I'm like, uh, but I was going to give you props because I'll, I'll continue. You talked about doing that for Dodger Stadium. And then we had on Dave Roberts. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it became a thing. So, right. That is true. Elsie, you were. That is you, true. That is, is true. This is we were doing middays. Um, You were still doing the morning. Um, we had Dave Roberts on because Greg did suggest that. He's like, we should do Dodger watch parties um, at the stadium. And it was funny because John Ireland, and I bet you if Morales is listening, um, he could probably find it. 
Morales did an open that John uh, apparently said on Mason in Ireland. Um, he said, that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. And, and of course, they ended up doing it, and people loved it, uh, which I thought was funny. It's the one time, Greg Bergman, that you can get one over John Ireland. He literally, we have him on air saying it was the stupidest idea ever, and it turned out to be one of the best ideas ever, and it was actually yours for once. Not and not only that, he called it. He was calling it a Bergman. It was so dumb that they're, right. they're calling it a Bergman because of how stupid it was. Right. And Why would he think it was stupid? Because he's like, I'm not it sitting was, in my no, car it, for it, two it, hours. It was just the messenger. It was just the messenger oh, situation. Yeah, it was probably, yeah, it was. That's all it was. Had it been me who said that, he may not have said. Stu- he may have said I wouldn't have done that. And I, yeah, there's no way you can get me to do it. But because it was Bergman, he went extra. Now look, yeah. we do that too. But I feel like you deserve it when we do it. Yeah, <laughs> you guys look just emojis. do it just for fun too. Look, look emojis. emojis for a Jets game. No, like you hell. you deserve it. We clown you because you deserve it. Like we don't clown you just for clowning. Like I'm willing to give you a ton of props. Like right now, that was a great idea. And then so LZ, we had Dave Roberts on literally like the next day. And he said, oh, that's a tremendous idea. So, honestly, I think the Dodgers did that because Dave Roberts told them, hey, there's this thing that we were talking about today. And we, we it, it became a big thing on social media that the next day because Carlo, our marketing guy, posted it. Um, and and I think that Greg really kind of got that thing started. So, if they have a, virtu- a parade at Dodger Stadium for both teams, um, I, I think you should take credit for that too, Greg. Um, I, I will. So. I'm taking my W's where I can get them. Yeah, because there's not very many of them. See, I got your bag, Greg. Thank you, Laura. (laughs) So let me ask you this. How many people could be in that parking lot? It's a huge parking lot, but how many people could you actually get in there? Like, Laura, how many do you think were there when you were there? Like, how many people? Sorry, boys. Are you counting by your fingers or something? (laughs) What what happened? Yeah, how many people do you think were there more or less? Like, uh, like, 10,000, 20,000? I want to say, like, 15, 20. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, because, I mean, it just, you don't think about it, right? Because you're like, oh, I see a few cars. But each car, like, we had three. But the car next to us had, like, six people. Right. And the other one had six or seven people because they're in big trucks. Right. So if you start multiplying, you know, all these different cars times about five, you're getting about fifteen to 20,000 people. And did they charge you, how much was it, 75 bucks or something? I mean, for me, it was free. But, yeah, they paid $75. Oh, okay, $75 girl. a car, right? <laughs> a car, a car, a car, a car. But think about it. It's not bad because at Dodger Stadium, I mean, I, I don't care. I'll pay whatever to go see my boys. But, you know, you got to pay your ticket. Then the, the Miche is like 20 bucks, And then your Dodger Dog's another like $10. So right there, you kind of add up to that $75. And you're bringing your own food. So you're getting whatever you want. And you bring your own water. Y'all know what I water. mean? I mean, you know, Not whatever you like want to be sipping Zero? on. Yeah. Whatever you want to sip on. I'll just say water to okay. keep it PG. But you you get to decide what you want to drink, how much you want to drink of it. So it's it's really all on your terms. And for $75 a car, that's not bad. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, it's not so bad. No, now, no, you no. couldn't charge for the parade, right? Like, or whatever this is going to be, this dual party. Um, but I'm just trying to think how many cars you can get in there. Can, Greg, can you look that up? Like how many? I got cars? it right here. Yeah, yeah. it's a, It holds fifty six thousand. And parking for sixteen thousand automobiles. Okay, so, so sixteen thousand. Figure like let's just say by four, right? Um, yeah, that's a lot of people. Sixty-four thousand people. If you get four people in per car. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not terrible. Uh, it could be 
Now, granted, if you did it on Figueroa, you'd probably have a couple hundred thousand, right? But um, it's better than nothing, right? Better than nothing. And as I said, you don't want too much time to pass. You certainly don't want to wait for like the public to get the vaccine and then be able to be outside because by then we might be on our third NBA season by then. So, right, right. you know, let's let's get this in now. Unless you want to wait for one of our football teams to try and win a Super Bowl, which I probably wouldn't be doing that if I were local. No, it doesn't look good. <laughs> does not look good. But you never know. Still early. I'm curious to see, would you attend a dual drive-in parade at Dodger Stadium for the Lakers and the Dodgers? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up next, LZ, Sir? an L.A. kid, okay, a Southern California kid, could be going number one. We will talk about ball in the family. Going numero uno. LeVar spoke it into existence. But there are some concerns about young Lamella. We'll touch on that in two and a half minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Is this the Doobies? This is the T-Rex. Oh, is this T-Rex? Yes. This song is so amazing. It's like a total journey. It sounds Not like Journey it. the band, but like it sounds like Journey, something like I would, uh, you know, see at a planetarium, listen to at a planetarium or something. You know, it's like it was like part of like that whole sound where like a lot of bands from like the UK were like doing like these epic opera type of pieces, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel dig it. it. Yeah, I dig, I dig it. it. I like it. I like it. I didn't know much about T Rex, so that's why. I, I, so I'm. Makes sense, but that's why I asked if it was the Doobie Brothers because that sounded closer to that than anything else that was on this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame list. But congrats <laughs> to T Rex uh, for getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Price Morales hasn't chimed in yet because no, he he's likes probably to call, asleep. Yeah, or he likes to call you know Key Blue from Jurassic Park. So I thought T Rex were keeping a dinosaur sort of theme for him. <laughs> he did call him Blue. Um, so I'm getting texts from people. Let's call them uh, I, the Eyes in the Sky. Okay. Uh, who, who said that, yes, all of L.A. would try to attend a Dodgers-Lakers uh, drive-in parade at Dodger Stadium. However, the car experience, I was told, Laura, was not ideal because security was, quote, overbearing. You had to stay in the car, uh, and they would check your coolers. No bueno is what I was just told by someone. Okay, so I have a story. Okay. So I went to the first one. So I don't know how it was for the World Series, but I went for the Game 7, and it was amazing. They didn't check our coolers at all. Security was strict, though. But they told you when you bought the ticket for the car, you can't be outside, you can't sit outside, you can't have your chairs. So it wasn't like you weren't warned that mm-hmm. because they this, the security guard came and told us. He's like, mm-hmm. the only reason we were able to do this is because we told the PD is we were going to keep people inside the vehicle. So mm-hmm. in the in the bed of the of the truck or wherever you right, were right, watching. Right. So right. for me, it's like, eh, you were warned. You can't be mad about that. You decided to go. One. Two, I actually saw a guy that was so upset that he almost ran his daughter over as he was leaving. 
because they kept telling him to go back in the car and he just got upset. He threw the chairs in, in the back of the, of the car and he started taking off and his daughter was jumping in the car. And Jeez. we all honestly thought he had ran over her foot. And like people are like, yo, stop. If not, he wouldn't have stopped. So I'm like, it can't be that serious, guys. You guys were warned about this. It wasn't something that, oh, hey, you can't be outside. So you're so, just saying those people are complaining for the sake of complaining. Yeah. That was a long way of saying that, but yeah. No, I buy it. People do that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I you can't it. be mad. They there are rules me. to everything. Rules. Yes. Yeah. And you got to abide by the rules. Uh, yes. Look, I, I think... I, I would want to be there. I think it'd be pretty cool. I, first of all, it'll it probably will be a one-off, right? Like, there's a good chance that we won't need to do that again, even if they won a championship the following year. Right. Is that the easiest? Is there another space that's easier to get to and out of where you can simulate the same thing? Because Dodger Stadium is a bit of a bear, a bit of a beast to get in and out of when it's crowded. Uh, it, it is, but I just don't know if there's another space where you could f- have that many cars in one location, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I guess the forum. Anybody over there? Yeah, but the parking lot's not nearly as big, right? <laughs> no, I just thought about the fact that there's no way in God's green air if Steve Ballmer would want the Laker Parade to be at the forum. <laughs> no, right, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Um, the Kahlo's uh, parking lot. I. Not- not bad, not, but you yeah. know, it's not the parking lot that's the problem with the Kahlo. It's actually getting to the getting highway. there, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, off the highway and then trying to get into right. Exposition Park. What about LAX? Can we get like a wait a second? You want it at the airport? Are you crazy? People would be would go nuts if that were the case. Like not at the airport, airport, but like where some of like the cargo vehicles fly mm. in and out of. Like, no. you know, UPS mm-hmm. or whoever. No, nah, I don't see the city allowing that. That's for sure. Well, then no I need a new city. <laughs> How about Pasadena? You can do it at the Rose Bowl. That's the only other place that's Ooh, out of L.A. Yeah, but then you got to drive all the way up yeah. to Medina. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's far. Which, I mean, it's only 20 extra minutes or 20, well, in theory, 20, in theory. 25 minutes from, from Dodger Stadium up north, but up the 110. But, man. The space is there, but you got to go down that hill, and there's like one, one or two. One road in, in and one road out. That's worse yeah. than Dodger Stadium. That's yeah, way forget worse that. Than Dodger Stadium. Yeah, forget that. Now there is multiple ways to get there. You get off the one ten. You get off the two ten. Right? Like you can. There's. I mean, just like Dodger Stadium, there's multiple ways to get. No, Dodger Stadium is still the best place to do it for sure. I mean, you can park on the golf course because they allow you to park on the golf course down there in Pasadena. But yeah, no, 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 it doesn't work. No. The garage at LA, at, uh, LA Live is pretty big. Maybe you can just... No, it's not. <laughs> it's something smaller. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, speaking of actually uh, playing, though, uh, the games, mm-hmm. eventually we're going we're gonna to see these young men who will be drafted here in the NBA. They're going to have the quickest turnaround of any rookies in NBA history, LZ. So they're going to have a draft on November 18th, and they will be reporting to camps two weeks later. No summer league. No time to chill. No time to get situated. No, no, you're going right into the league and be better be ready or you ain't getting playing time. And the guy who could be the number one pick, we've talked about this, but now it's getting closer. Now we are, what, nine days away from the NBA draft? Yep. And you and I will be on the air as this stuff will happen. Ooh. And, and Jonathan Gavoni and Mike Schmitz, who are our two draft guys here at ESPN, both have LaMelo number one to the Minnesota T-Wolves. Well, I have not seen Melo play in a minute. But 
You didn't watch it on YouTube when he was playing in man, Australia? Stop. That garbage stuff, man. Stop. Um, but what I will say is this. Out of the three guys, offensively, he's the most talented. Out of the three. However. Mm, I mean, Anthony Edwards. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. Out of the three ball boys. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant of him, Wiseman, and Anthony No, 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 no. Out of the oh. three ball boys, offensively, okay. he's the most talented. Correct. Yes. He's, he's the most well-rounded one, and it's not even a, a conversation. I would agree. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, if, so if you could see why Zoe would be number two overall based upon his skill set. Right. You don't get the same vision as Zoe, but I think he's a better basketball player than Zoe. So it's not that crazy. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Right, that's true. But do you think that a couple of things could be working against him? Now, allegedly there's a story that he's done a couple of interviews and that hasn't gone so well, like interviews with the teams, obviously. Um, you know, there's the question about competition, right? Yes, he's playing with men in Australia, but, you know, I've had is this... He? Co- I mean, no, he is. He's <laughs> no, I mean, men. but they were men, but, I mean, the, to your point, the competition is like... The lack of athleticism, it's not it, – the athleticism isn't even up to, up to par with what he would have seen in college at a big-time program. Right. So, you know, like I look at Anthony Edwards and I look at – and again, I was at his pro day the, a couple weeks ago. And I look at James Wiseman, okay? Mm-hmm. And those two already have NBA bodies, like right now, okay, as young as they are. Like they are chiseled. They will be more chiseled and bigger as they get uh, older. LaMelo, while has a better body than Lonzo did at that age, still doesn't compare in that regard to the other two guys he will be competing against at the top of that draft. Uh, No, I agree. I I agree. And I'm also a little concerned about his hunger. And I only say that because I'm old school when it comes to this, George. I like my rookies to come in hungry, Mm -hmm. starving deprived Mm -hmm. you know it's this or nothing right you know right and i I, i'm a little hesitant and this is a bias and i admit it but i'm a little hesitant to want to draft someone who doesn't need it who doesn't need it and he doesn't not anymore right right um let me ask you this do you worry if he goes to Minnesota because the culture yep. there isn't ideal? Oh, I'm right? sorry. You had more to say? As soon as you said Minnesota, <laughs> I said, yep, I'm worried. <laughs> but remember, you know, I know Andrew Wiggins isn't there anymore, but Carl Anthony Towns is. And look, Carl Anthony Towns has been through a rough time here he has. during the coronavirus. And I am not trying to diminish that at all. But I'm talking about a team that is being led by guys like Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. And I wouldn't necessarily equate either of them with leadership qualities, okay? I could be wrong. It doesn't mean that those no, guys can't not. develop those. No, uh, they, you know, you're not wrong at all. I'm not going to couch it because he's had a difficult time. Let's just be real with it. Jimmy Butler had his moment for a reason. Right. No, for sure. And so I, I just worry about really any young guy going into that situation. But I do worry about LaMelo specifically going into that situation, if that's where he ends up. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal for him, you know. But then again, maybe if he is in a situation where everyone is still jockeying, that he can find his place easier. 
Because what I really think may end up happening is that he ends up with a head coach who thinks he's talented but isn't ready. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he is and feels as if he should be starting and getting all the shots. And there's immediate sort of like power struggle. And whether or not the ownership group and the team president is going to have that coach's back or not could be an issue because when you draft someone number one overall, you kind of want to make sure that you keep him for the long haul. And that's the kind of thing that I worry about more than anything, George, is that he thinks he's better than what he is and he has a coach that's trying to prepare him to play in this league and he ain't trying to hear it. Um, I will say this. If you're D'Angelo Russell, are you like, another ball? Like, seriously? Like, I just <laughs> I left one ball. You know, I got to get another ball. You know? LeVar, I, LeVar don't want nothing to do with Minnesota either. LeVar wants, like, New York or, like um, – or like Detroit, he did like Detroit. He says Detroit is fun. Man, it's going to be wild. Uh, all right, we got to run. We're going to take a break. We got crosstalk with Scott Kaplan. Scott Kaplan show is coming up next. Uh, we'll ask him about uh, a number of these things, uh, including his thoughts on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, coming up in two minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yes, sir. 710 ESPN, KSPN Los Angeles. Scotty Caps coming up here in a second. The Doobie Brothers are going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, Cap, I'm going to give you the list of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, okay? Okay. And you tell me which one of these is in the – in, in the Apple Music uh, playlist for Scott Kaplan. Are you ready? Okay, I'm listening. Hold on. Oh, my God. This By the way, now. can I ask a question? Yeah. Is this song – because sometimes I never know the difference between a <clears throat> excuse me a Doobie song and a Michael McDonald song. This is Ooh, Doobies true. for sure. Okay. Um, but I think the other gem I can't – I keep forgetting. I think that's Michael McDonald. Because earlier when you guys were talking about Lionel Richie and – um, LZ said, what about Easy Like Sunday Morning? And I was saying, I think that's the Commodores. Does that count Correct. as Lionel Richie? I think it's Richie? the Commodores featuring Lionel Richie. Oh. Yes. I oh. think that's the, the official. I will, I will look it up oh. as I do my Mike McDonald voice. It's good. Hello, LZ. <laughs> um, I've so, never seen one person get over on one note so well as Michael McDonald. <laughs> I know. It's impressive. <laughs> although, although I will say one thing. I love when George asks a question and he gets real high-pitched, and then LZ, you come back with your own version of high-pitched. Like earlier, I think it was um, George was saying like, well, really? Do you really think Seattle? Do you really? And then LZ, you're like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get on our feelings. I am yeah. like your biggest fan. You don't understand. I am the biggest fan of this show. Well, thank you. We well, are the biggest you. fan of your show. You should call in and try and win a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and we actually mean it. We're not like Mason and Ireland, or Mason, not Ireland. Uh, when he he basically tells whoever's coming on his show, like he he's such a jerk. I love him. <laughs> he said he had Keyshawn on the other day, and he said, Keyshawn, you know that my favorite show is your show, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. And then Ireland <laughs> says, you're such a phony. And Keyshawn says, do you think I think for one second that Mason is getting up to listen to my show in the morning? <laughs> so yes, we do love the Kaplan show around here. And by the way, here. Here are the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees uh, in 2020 this past weekend. Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, who we just uh, spoke about. Uh, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, which was a bit of a surprise to me, uh, just because of, you know, I, I, didn't, I don't necessarily equate them as a Hall of Fame type band, but maybe they are. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. and T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Any, any, what's, how many of those are on the Scott Kaplan playlist? Like, if I searched your phone right now, how many times you know will i find all those uh performers i would say doobie brothers 100 percent because okay. i would have like a pandora channel and i would put in doobie brothers mm-hmm. and then i would um and then i would have other bands in the same genre right uh, i would you have love like, a little yacht rock i feel like i like yacht rock but in that yeah. case i would kind of i'd put doobie brothers together with like maybe uh neil young right Almond Brothers, right. Crosby, Stills and Nash, yeah, yeah. Um, these kinds of bands, yeah, right, right. So I didn't hear Biggie in your description. Is, is Biggie it? in your playlist? Hundred percent, Biggie would be in my playlist. But it, it, I'm, I'm more of like, um, what was the movie? What was the the movie about Biggie's life? Notorious. Notorious. Yeah, it was good. Really good. I'm, I'm a little I mean, worried it- about you. Yeah, I don't know how good the movie was. But <laughs> no, I liked it. I felt like I learned a lot. Well, that, okay, that's different. If you learned more Learning about a lot it, is, is still doesn't make it a good movie. just because you didn't know about Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have watched the documentary. Like, the, um, there, which is the Tupac documentary that was... Uh, Showtime plays it all the time. Hold on a second. Resurrection? Tupac Resurrection, I want to say it's called? Um <laughs> That is a great documentary. And, you know, Tupac was so, like, into, like, his own death uh, that he, like, narrates parts of it, like, talking about, like, what his death will be like, which is kind of eerie and scary and weird. That but, is very eerie. Yeah. But Who else is on that list? I mean, Doobie okay. Brothers well, I'm in on. I mean, Notorious B.I.G. I would be in on. Whitney. Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode, I heard you talking about this earlier. Like, They're, like, your favorite band? Favorite band of all time. Really? Yeah. Who's your favorite band? I'm a Pearl Jam guy. See, I like Pearl Jam. They're okay, but you know, I left them in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but I have not gotten over it. You know, clearly. Yeah. I know. What about Do you, you LZ? I, I could see you, Scott Kaplan, going jamming in the car, a little even for Totally, totally. I still do that. I mean, even now, I rock like it's the early '90s. And I've recently been listening to Howard Stern's interview with Eddie Vedder. And, oh, and what, yeah, I saw. He did like three hours yeah. or something like what, that. What That's fasc- amazing. Yeah, what fascinated me about it was um, I saw this thing that Stern did in 2013 where he bawled out his entire staff and said, you know, when we were on radio, everybody knew who we were. Now that we're not, nobody knows who we are. How come Eddie Vedder is going on with Jimmy Kimmel? Why isn't he coming on with me? This was 2013. It's right. taken him seven years to finally, and it's taken Zoom for him to finally get that interview, and I was so fascinated that Stern was so fascinated because I love Eddie Vedder. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, Pearl Jam. Whitney Houston in the in the playlist. She's probably not in my playlist, but but if somebody played Whitney Houston, I feel like I'd know every word to every song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep trying to get Laura to play like a hot Whitney Houston song, but she just she, keeps trolling me. Yeah. He hates. If I want to dance with somebody, how about <laughs> "My Love Is Your Love"? Can I get a little "My Love Is Your Love"? You know, yeah. clap your hands, baby. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. 
Uh, Nine Inch Nails in the playlist? Zero. Got nothing. Wow. Nothing? Not even Zippo. hit like a hole. No, I got nothing. Ooh, but this song right here. Now, this, there is, we some, go. this is some... Don't, don't play it all, great though. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, careful with the language. Careful on this now, one. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one gets a little raunchy very quickly. <laughs> very um, quickly. So, yeah, so <laughs> you got to be careful. Um, and then T Rex. No T Rex? No, no. What, what, yeah, what should I know about T Rex? Yeah. What do I know about T Rex? What should I know? LZ? Cosmic Dancer is like the, my, I think it's their biggest song. Yeah. At least it's a song that registered with me. And I think it's just, in terms of instrumentation, it's just really, really cool. It does sound like something you'd hear at a planetarium. <laughs> which is a very specific location right but usually that means you're under the influence of illicit drugs is what i would say you're saying that like a planetarium when they have those laser light shows yeah on those yeah yeah, yeah. Ceilings, exactly like they have like, like a the pink, pink floyd, floyd night right, yeah pink exactly. floyd night and everybody's yeah. on all it kinds totally of has that vibe absolutely yeah. has that vibe yeah, yeah yeah that's what i would say yeah that's a good now people are on like synthetic mushroom capsules you know? and, and why why are mushrooms they on them? Are, yeah, I mean, mushrooms grow perfectly fine in and of themselves. Why do they have to yeah. be synthetic? <laughs> Just get it of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Why make it harder? Yeah. I don't know. Wait, here we go. This is good, Whitney. Crank that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good song. It sounds very uh, Sade-ish. This is a great song. Y'all, I'm going to light up like a mutter when I get off with this song. <laughs> you know, by the way, speaking of lighting up, LZ, mm. one of my favorite things that happened on today's show Yes. And, and everybody just let it go. Like nobody even stopped to examine it. Nobody stopped to dig into it at all. You were talking about beepers. Yep. <laughs> and you were saying, yeah, man, I used to have a beeper when I was a, d a drug dealer. It's and the conversation, being a pimp. the conversation just kept going. <laughs> just kept going on. Nobody it's stopped because, and said, hey, It's because LZ. they assumed I was a drug well, dealer, no, Well, no, well, also, I also have known <laughs> LZ for a long time. True. And the audience has heard that story before. But you, we, for the, and you, you know what? That's actually my, our bad. Because we have to, we assume just because the audience has heard it before that they haven't, that there aren't people listening to it for, or hearing it for the first time. So for those that are listening now, LZ, if you want to uh, explain to Scott your your past a little bit, my my, my past, I was I sold drugs. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's as simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. that. I didn't I didn't sell like you know crack or any of the like the real the real drugs. I didn't put it this way. I didn't I didn't sell any drugs they made TV shows about. Just, right. just like dealing dime bags of weed. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just basic stuff until Baby Daryl got killed. Then Baby Daryl got killed, and then the new guy showed up. Then I realized that I could have been killed, so I was like, I better go to college. Mm. You, oh, so, you know, so how old are you at this point, and where are you at in life? Uh, I think I was like fifteen when Baby Daryl got killed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that LZ, was his. Yes, sir. You you and I, uh, you and I almost got killed together once too. Do you remember this in New York? Who go on? We were both in New York. Um, so, Scott, you, you, uh, I'm sure you've heard of the uh, upfronts that the networks yeah. do. Mm -hmm. So, LZ yep. and I were both invited to an ESPN upfront. I want to say it was like Oh, yes. That's the crazy guy with the car. We were in New York. Do you remember the story <laughs> of the guy, uh, Scott, that, yes, that, that, that in Times Square, basically, and through Midtown New York, just ran people over on the sidewalk? <laughs> yeah. What year is this, you think? It was like 17, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, maybe 18. But it was, I'm, I feel like, LZ and I were literally on that corner. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, the day before. Like, literally on that corner where he ran people over. It was crazy. So you were there 24 hours earlier. I yes. called LZ when that news happened. I said, do you realize you and I were standing there talking, like, for at least a good 20 minutes on that exact corner? And you were like, oh, wow, yeah. 
And we were 24 hours away from being run over. Being speed bumps. Right. If the ESPN upfront would have been a day later, we would have absolutely been run over by a guy <laughs> who ran over a bunch of people in Times Square. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like Will Smith in that Seven Pounds movie. Yeah. We would have had to have called Jacob and Ronnie and see if he could uh, you know, deal with something in New York. <laughs> can I ask one other question again as, as an avid Sedano and LZ listener? Hmm? Go on. Can this I is good a- for our ego. Uh, yeah, I want to ask a question about an air fryer. I hear people Ooh. talking air fryer. I don't have one. Don't know Whoa. what it does. Oh, Talk it to fries me. with air. It fries with air. Yeah, it's very simple. <laughs> so, so you can make like like fried chicken, the same kind of fried chicken. Not the same. No, a little different. Not the same. I won't. There's... I will not mislead you. It's different. Yeah, but it's still fried. Right. It just doesn't have the oily taste to it. Which. Truth Which be told, adds the crisp. That's the crisp certain things. Yeah. and the flavor. You know, there's a lot yeah. of flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will say this, though. I have thrown stuff in there. Uh, for example, my wife and I made uh, fish tacos. And, you know, we bought the frozen cod or whatever, and we just threw it in there. Um, you know, but I think with tacos, you could, and it tasted fine to me, but you know, with taco stuff, you have to, you're throwing stuff on there. You're throwing a little salsa here, you're throwing cheese or, you know, whatever, you know, like beans, whatever. So you're mixing it up with stuff, but to, yeah, to Elsie's point, I, if I would have, if I would try that on its own, I don't know how good it would taste without it being in an actual frying pan. Hmm. Right. But I convinced my mom to try the catfish in the air fryer and she loved it. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a huge win. Right. By the way, Greg, the score is 20 to 17, yeah. the Jets. Oh, the let Jets. me ask Cap. Bye emojis. Cap, so yes, Greg sends us a text, a group text with the eye emojis, mm-hmm. okay? And it says Jets. So let me ask you a question. If someone sends you the eye emojis, the double eye emojis, what, it, what is your interpretation of, of what you should be doing when you receive that? I don't have any idea. I'm being completely honest. I thought when people tweet okay. things about the eye emojis, that's like, ooh, I'm about to announce something really big, like googly eyes. And I'm like, am I supposed to know what that means? And I don't okay. know. Okay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your phone right now. Grab okay, your I'm cell going. phone uh-huh. and open your text message. And you can open it to us or whoever, you know, one of us or all of us, and just type in the word. You have an iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do, of course. Uh, and then type in the word look mm-hmm. and see what comes up as the emoji. Okay, I got the googly eyes. Right. So, so, so to be fair, I hit eyes. I wrote eyes, not look. No, you wrote jets. And you wrote, wrote the, uh, the eyes. And then emojis. I wrote eyes. Yeah, then I wrote eyes. And okay, the, the but, little eyes but, but when, when eyes? someone sends me that or when someone tweets that, my assumption is, Oh, I got to find that because that means that it's like a distress signal almost, like a bat signal. Like, I got to see what's happening. And he sent it to a game where the Jets were leading 13-7. to 7. But what was he trying to say? Who knows? I was <laughs> trying to say the Cap, Jets are beating the Patriots. This is shocking. That's all. In the I, second quarter. Cap, Cap, he texts us this, and the te- my remote control is like over at the desk. So I just immediately sprint. Because I don't want to miss it because there's eye emojis. Right. Something crazy is about to happen or happen. Exactly. Yes. And it's like in the middle of the second quarter, the score is just 13 to 7. And I was like, you know what? You are never going to be in charge of any major announcements ever again. (laughs) Nope. Birdman, man. And by the way, your whole thing about UCLA, dude, you know, like like there's this arrogance, this this, uh, entitlement. Like UCLA is supposed to be great. 
We yeah, all think like that. Like he graduated from there or something. I know, man. I was saying that they they should be better than they are. They shouldn't be bad, and they should have a good coach because a good coach can make them relevant. They are not relevant right now. When was the but last time UCLA had a good years. coach? Give me yeah. give me the last good UCLA football coach. Terry Bob Donahue? Bob Toledo, 1998. Oh, Bob Toledo? Yeah, Bob Toledo. He was an offensive genius at mm-hmm. the time. Okay, so it's been 22 years. Yeah. Didn't they have Rick Neuheisel yeah. for a minute, too? They did. Yeah, they he wasn't Rick a good coach. They had he was Carl Durrell. Yeah. He was not a good coach, either. No, and, and now he just beat he was UCLA. a good name. He was yeah. a good name. And then, and then they go to Chip Kelly as if, Another you know, good name. As if, hey, Oregon, okay, left, Eagles, that didn't work, okay, come to UCLA, like, we're going to get Pete Carroll. Just hasn't worked out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, all they need to do is give up chasing the established big name and actually hire someone new good. and qualified. Yeah. <laughs> go 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 find a Lincoln Riley who was an offensive coordinator somewhere. You know what right. I mean? Like go find that that young guy. Um don't just chase the savior to LZ's point. Um speaking of saviors, Scott, you will save us here tonight. What do you got on the program? Well, I'm glad you guys asked. First of all, again, huge fan of the show. I've been listening for hours. It's like ridiculous. i got to kind of figure out a better schedule. I spend so much time listening to you guys in advance of getting on the air. I'm going to have tonight a friend of mine who used to be the general manager of the Buffalo Bills. His name is Doug Whaley. He was there when Anthony Lynn, now of the Chargers, went from running backs coach to offensive coordinator, head coach, all within the same season. And I definitely want to get his opinion about what is happening as every week the Chargers find new and exotic and exciting and exhilarating ways <laughs> to lose football games. Yes, Not even do. a joke, to lose. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, also later on, L.A. Times writer Dylan Hernandez is going to be here. He had quite a weekend. USC yeah. on Saturday, over to SoFi on Sunday. Then a buddy of mine, a guy named Ryan Dyrud, runs a company called the L.A. Football Network. You guys would actually love this. This guy was a bartender at a cheesecake factory, and all he wanted to do was be in media and cover football. And he quit his job and started this website and a podcast, and now it's turned into a full-time career in business. So I'm going to talk some football with him tonight, too. So lots of football on tap this evening. Love it. Scott Kaplan's show is up next. We'll be listening, brother. Thanks again. Appreciate you guys. All right. LZ, excellent work as always. Great work from you, too, brother. Uh, Laura and Greg, great job. I mean, sort of, Greg, but, you know, we got to work on the uh, emojis. Um, all right, thanks for you, uh, those of you who tuned in, called in. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4. The Scott Kaplan Show is up next. See ya. Bacon, fried chicken. I really like that with my bacon. It's hard out here being a pimp. <laughs>